Hey guys, welcome back to the Lust Cast. I know it has been such a long time since I uploaded or made an episode, basically. I've just had a lot going on, and I didn't really think it was a necessary thing to do, but welcome back. I've got a big topic today. I want to talk about um, censorship in media and, like, the media's control and, like, the youth of the nation. Of actually the world in general, because it's a problem everywhere, even if you don't live in the U.S. like I do. It's a problem in China and all over the place, so let's just jump right into it. Alright guys, so the first thing I want to get into tonight is more or less, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, let's start with, like, more censorship and stuff like that on YouTube. Um, uh, what do I want to start with this? So let's start more or less, uh, how YouTube began, like, how they began, like, their, um, paid, their paid, like, sponsorship stuff. So it all started off with, um, YouTube sponsor program, which allowed you to make a little bit of cash off the videos you make. So, like, your viewer count and stuff like that would, um, uh, tell how much, like, you could get paid. And they, I believe they send you, like, a check in the mail. I don't know, I've never been a part of it, because, obviously. But, um... I, uh, yeah, I did look into, I did look into this stuff, and that's how it used to be. It used to be more or less, make the content you like, and try to make it family-friendly. It doesn't have to be kid-friendly, just no, like, nudity and stuff like that. Like, common sense stuff. But I feel like it's gone a little over the, overboard, like, in the past, I'd say, a few years. More or less, um... PC, the word PC is political correctness. It has more of a controlling grip on, like, media and stuff like that. Uh, and this could even go to, like, the news. Like, they can't, you can't even really speak your mind too much, too freely much anymore on, the, on like, news. Like, full-on, like, discussing bad things, discussing bad things that happen because of the outward, like, backlash that you can get for, towards it. And then it goes back over to YouTube as well. Um, I'm not on YouTube, personally. I'm a Spotify creator, basically. I use an app and on my phone and I record and I upload to Spotify. It's nothing much, but it's honest work, even though it's been literally like two weeks since I've uploaded an episode. Sorry about that. If you guys are actually steady viewers and listen to this regularly, I doubt you do, but I've got a decent following. It's actually really trash, but back to this topic at hand. Um, yeah, so... Uh, where was I? Yeah, PC has started to get too much of a control over us, and it's a lot stopped us from allowing to make the content we want. It stops uh, it stops creators to um say what they want, speak their mind freely. Yeah, there is some uh benefits to it, more or less stopping people from saying like constant racial slurs or making false accusations and claims against other creators and stuff like that, because uh, it block it blocks that out and it stops people. From hating on each other and stops hate from like seeping into other people who are just trying to do what they love for a living um, and possibly make money off of it. Uh, I I did talk about my last episode like sellouts. Um, that also goes in with the with a paid program. Um, when I talked about sellouts, saying more or less that if you only do it for the money, you're sell. If you do it for the fans but make money off of it, then you're not a sellout. Uh, but uh, this whole um, censorship on media. Stops those who are not sellouts, or those who are just trying to make those who are just trying to make a living and help their not help their fans um provide for their um loving and adoring communities, which I don't have a community quite yet. And if like I somehow make it big, and you're listening to this, welcome to how I sound when I'm 15. Yeah, I probably will sound differently when I'm like 20. 
hopefully. Anyways, um, so I think a big uh, a big thing about this is the demonetization system on YouTube that basically stops almost everything. So how you know, how that whole thing went down a long time ago was cuss words were like more or less allowed like you could you could use them or something like that i don't know the full uh grand aspect of it but there were more people cussing back then but now you have to worry about like the algorithms and uh whether or not you could get uh demonetized for even saying like uh crap or something like that you could accidentally you could accidentally um well air quotes accidentally get claimed but that's not entirely a thing that could happen um but you have to constantly be on the study flow of that, and you have to watch your music, the watch the music you play. You have to make sure it's royalty free, otherwise UMG could uh, come and say, "Nope, nope, no, nope, fuck you, mine now." That was the first fuck you I think I did in the show for a while. That feels great. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck. Watch me get no money from this in the future. Anyways, uh, yeah, and. It stopped, and, uh, it stopped people from being able to say their minds and, um, speak freely. Like, one of the YouTubers I watch, his name was Mini Lad, uh, or Craig Thompson, depending on how you know him. He is a gaming YouTuber that used, they used to play with Venos and his crew, but then now plays with, I think, Fitz's crew and stuff like that. I know, I'm a nerd, I watch YouTube, whoop do fucking do But he used to make more or less con, uh, content where he could speak his mind freely, say, like, the F word, whatever the fuck he wanted. And now, and now because of, sorry, I had to put a little break in there. I had to stop recording for a second because something was going on outside my house. Not just neighborhood living. Anyways, mini lad, back to him. So he, uh, like I said, he used to be able to make content the way he wanted to. He was able to say basically what he wanted to, more or less not like racial slurs or um, stuff like that. Or, um, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't, I shouldn't have to go into that, because that's race, racism, stuff like that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But, uh, oh god, I'm so tired, I really shouldn't be recording right now, but I am, so enjoy. You get to see Sleepy Elijah, the host of the Lustcast, the very small podcast. Plugging myself in my own episodes, anyways. Back, back to the topic at hand. Um... Yeah, and he was able to create the content he wanted, but ever since uh, the demonetization program started dicking everybody over, um, he was he had to watch what he was saying. He had to make sure um, all of his music was fine. He he couldn't have anything that wasn't supposed to be in there, stuff like that. Like he had to worry about so much copyright issues and stuff like that that his his uh, quality started to deteriorate, and that happened for a while. But he's more or less back to what he wants to make and what he always wanted to make. Um, and that goes over for a lot of YouTubers. A lot of YouTubers had to go on a break. And a lot of content creators, whether that be for Twitch or YouTube or any other program, they had to, for such a long time, they had to worry about being so PC and having to go by standards and having to follow those standards forever and ever and ever. But now, um, with people more, with more and more people being, um, uh, how do I say this without sounding like a sexist, racist douchebag? Ah, oh, God. Um, so, I think the word I'm looking for is they can, people are more, like, understanding of how, what people say, and they can see that some of it, some of the stuff I say is a joke. Well, the, yes, there are still people who are, like, hyper-feminist, and I get that. You, you do you, boo. No one's stopping you. Sorry, I gotta move around my papers. 
You're you, boo. No one's stopping you. Not a single person in existence is going to stop you from being the person who you are. But don't hate others because they're not like you. More or less, let others create the content they want to. And stop um, just because they're not the type of standard you want uh, everybody to be up to. And you want your little precious little angel snowflakes to be listening to. Too bad. Let them create the content they want. If you don't want your children watching them person or being associated with that YouTuber, just stop them from watching it. Like, whatever they try to watch them, take it away and put them in a timeout or whatever. No, I'm so sick. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it's don't try to... Uh, don't try to um, stop people from making the content they want. Let them go in there and let them speak their mind freely, basically. And uh, don't let them control the aspects of what you're doing and your daily life. Let them do their thing and you do your own thing. And, yeah. So, uh, there's, there's that whole monetization process. And since everything has become more PC and everyone's got to... Uh, apply to everybody else's standards. If you don't apply to those standards, you can be labeled as sexist, um, racist, uh, homophobic, um, transphobic, just because you say the wrong thing. Like, you can make a joke, um, you can make a, 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 like, a really bad, dark joke about, like, trans people or something like that, and there's always gonna be that one hyper-feminist that's gonna show up and be like, yeah, um, actually, you can't say that because it's super homophobic. Well, then there's gays like me who will be like, uh, nobody cares but you. And you gotta, then they get some, such backlash and then they stop wanting to create content because a single person has to ruin the fun for everybody. And that's basically how it started. The whole PC, the idea of being PC happened is people were, people were taking some, sometimes people were being like fully racist and sexist and transphobic and homophobic. Yeah, I get that. That is a thing, but now it's such a bad case of like people not fully understanding true homophobe homophobia and true transphobia and stuff like that. They're not understanding what that fully is anymore, and that term is starting to lose its full concept. Oh my god, so many people are gonna listen to this that I know are gonna hate me for saying this, but they're losing sight of what it truly, what that, what being homophobic and transphobic and sexist and racist truly is. You can say a joke, right, and not fully mean it. Like I could say, "Oh, uh, black people suck." Ha ha ha. No, I doesn't mean I it doesn't mean I hate black people. I don't. I don't hate anybody. I'm not really. I don't hate anybody except for the truly the people who like to flaunt their gayness, as in like they brag about it. It annoy that annoys me. But yeah, and the the word the PC the political control over everything that everybody has to do the political correctness is just too overwhelming and it stops creators who were making great content back in like 2012 and just they stop it's basically stopped them dead in their tracks from making good content to making to just grinding along uh along the floor to make content for everybody else um and it would it sucks because that's world that's a, the entire thing I have to drag myself into, is if I ever start wanting to put these up on YouTube, I would have to go back in and edit a whole bunch of stuff out and make sure everybody's happy and every everything's politically correct. And I just gotta gotta go back in and make sure everybody's happy and I don't get backlash. And that backlash it just destroys so many people.
and I've seen my favorite YouTubers back in like 2012. I used to watch them, and they got rape accusations and pedophilia accusations, even though they weren't true. It was probably some 16-year-old sitting in his room being like, "Oh, you want it to be funny? Let's destroy this entire person's life." Let's go into one specific uh, thing of that. There was a YouTuber named Basherverse. Uh, Basher, or uh, Brandon, I think was his name. And he was dating this one girl, like some, I think, uh, oh God. It's like a cam girl or something like that. Or at least she's a cam girl now. Complete and total dick is what she is. And I think a long time ago, he got barred for like statutory rape. Which, more or less, he got um, falsely charged for, more or less, because he was not um, given, like, the full thing. And I think it was, like, some fake ID bullshit that was along with it. I don't know. If you want to go investigate the full the full sources, there's a whole bunch of drama alert stuff. There's stuff on YouTube about it. You can just go look it up yourself. But he's a Minecraft YouTuber, and now he no longer makes content because he got allegations allegations against him for being a pedophile for having that one incident that happened a long time ago that he was cleared of his name from and it sucked because he made great content he was such a lovely guy and he was always such a nice guy and because of that one thing like he made one video where he was like super passionate he was like started to scream and be like tears flowing down in his eyes and that that crushes all that must have crushed him to have to stop making content. And then I think he came back for like a little bit. Like made a few tweets on his Twitter. Like uh, like some people. And people were like. Oh is he coming back? Is Brandon coming back? And then he just disappeared again. Who knows what that man is doing though. I really hope he's okay. But then there's other people like. Um, uh, who else? Oh there was another. There's another person. Okay. Here's another one. That I'm going to get so much hate for. There's a YouTuber, everyone knows him, Logan Paul. He had such, he is the most controversial person ever. And I know it's probably extremely stupid to talk about this guy ever, even though he's like not relevant anymore. But I feel like it should be said because we're on the theme of political correctness. What he did last year, I think, 2018 2017, in January was a horrible thing. He shouldn't have done that, but he learned from his mistake. When he came back, he learned from his mistake. I'm not saying that I'm a supporter of him. I do not. I used to be when I was a little kid because I got roped into his money-making scheme to lure children into watching his content because it's shit and they don't know better. But I was, I, I'm, I was, but I no longer will ever be part of his community, part of his little sweatshop reviews. But having said that, um, he did try to try and redeem himself, like. When he moved on, when he had to move on from that situation, he had to go through so much countless, he had to go through so much backlash, he had to go through the emotional trauma of, like, everybody attacking him and him having nowhere else to go. Then when he started to finally move on, basically, uh, there's a guy named, like, Andrea or something like that on YouTube, he doesn't, he's an animation channel, he made a great story on this, but I think... Everybody came in and gave him so much backlash that he just stopped making stuff. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. He probably should have learned from a mistake. He should have quit. No, I don't hate him. Okay, here's the thing. I don't hate him, but he's just an idiot. Anyways, when he fully made that transformation, I think he fully did redeem himself. And he's a different person than he what he used to be. And I feel like with the way the world is now, that's a really hard thing to do. Especially with all the PC-ness that has to happen. Um, and if you don't abide by it, then you're a horrible person. 
And if you don't want to abide by the media's laws, you're a horrible person. And that transitioned into the next part of my topic, which more or less the control of media and its grip upon um, younger, uh, more youthful kids um, who are still impressionable and who are still really young. And that's it's a whole can of worms that we're about to get into. So just like I just like I stated, Logan Paul uh, kind of he um, roped me into his little money making scheme a long time ago, back when, back in like 2016 when he was getting really popular on YouTube. Uh, I got caught up in that. I thought it was a cool hip thing to do. I thought I was really cool for liking him. Then I realized he's an idiot, like every other kid should. If you're okay, if I get big and you're watching this and you still like Logan Paul. Wake the fuck up. That guy's an idiot. He's just using you for views. Just really, honestly, stop. But anyways, like I was saying, um, so he, the biggest thing about, the biggest so way you can see that is for the control in the media and the control on the children is Logan Paul. He uses them in his money-making scheme. More or less, he sees, he sees these people, he makes this content that's high energy, high velocity, and it uh, attracts kids who have low attention spans, more or less kids, more or less when I was a kid, and kids now, they have low attention spans of like six seconds, and him, his fast-paced videos is able to, for his word vomit, helps them make, helps them, um... Uh, stay focused and pay attention more and that helps him rack up views and then the more he, he gets the more views he gets and it's an endless cycle of him constantly being able to make more money and it's a horrible thing to do and there's other there's other um and there's other like influences of uh the media that control kids more or less snapchat and instagram um because the idea or the idolization of um the like has been a thing that's been around for a long time, ever since I think MySpace and like LinkedIn and stuff like that. The like the liking system of everything more or less determines whether somebody enjoys the content you are creating or enjoys the the or likes the um views and points you're putting out. Or you're weird and you like somebody's appendix getting removed, something like that. Um appendix getting removed. Is that even possible? <laughs> I think I just opened a can of worms that's gonna keep me up all night. But anyways, I digress. I think that's the right thing to say there. I, God, I hope so. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, the idea of a like uh, is, yeah, you can say, I like this picture. Oh, I like this thing you said. I like this uh, video you made. I like this video you shared. Stuff like that. And that's um, that idea of uh, that liking system or the actual software of the liking system has gotten such a grip on kids that they think a single like is worth a, is worth all their time and all their uh, attention. And I really do feel like that's such a horrible thing and that's a bad thing for these social media outlets to be doing to kids. It's grabbing them basically by their minds and roping them in with the idea that if they get enough likes, they'll get popular. I used to take the same mindset. If I, like when I first got on Facebook a long time ago, I thought, oh, if I get likes, I'll become popular. 
And that's the same thing I thought when I first joined Instagram. If I get likes, I'll become popular. And if I become popular, people will like me. And that is the exact same thing that happens on Twitter, happens on Instagram, happens on Snapchat too, because they have to have all their friends, all their followers. And every single time they post a story, they got to get the most amount of views and stuff like that. And it also goes for YouTube as well. They think if they get enough subscribers and they, they get popular, that everyone's going to like them, that no one's going to hate them. And it's an awful mindset to put these young, impressionable kids in. Um, and, and I had gotten roped to that too, like I made like poor little videos and I thought, oh, if people see these, they'll like me and I'll never be hated again. And that's, it's a false sense of hope that sometimes it can get, that can be given to bullied kids. I was bullied when I was younger and I'm still bullied to this day. That's why I'm trying to get out of high school, more or less to go to online schooling instead of staying the way I am. Because I feel like I could make more of my life if I'm away from these to the toxicity. And the toxicity from the social media outlets is an awful thing. And um, even saying the wrong, even having the wrong thing said on um, social media can change a child's perspective. Like, let's let's go with Twitter for an example. On Twitter, uh, there's a whole bunch of like pedophiles and neo Nazis and stuff like that, and a whole bunch of racism. And if the ch and if an impressionable child goes onto that website, they can see this stuff and think, oh, maybe this is the right thing to think. And then they can become corrupt and they can become horrible, horrible people and they can become racist and stuff like that. This is more or less an extreme, but it is still possible for this all this stuff to actually happen. And I have seen it happen in my life. I've um, seen friends of mine go down that rabbit hole. Friends of mine get stuck um, in places they don't want to be because of social media, and it just destroys their lives. And then you also, and then you have um, the big overarching social media that just destroys so many kids' reality and destroys so many kids' concept of reality and how they can interpret it. And that big one, I have to say, has to be YouTube. Because on YouTube, you see these big, like, uh, chotch-type people. I think that's the right word. Like, a whole bunch of chads on YouTube, basically promoting this huge lifestyle they can get from just creating videos. And that destroys kids' mental ideology of reality so much that it warps their minds into thinking that if they put out content, that they'll immediately get to that status. That's not true. You have to work algorithms. You have to put in hard work. You have to make sure you do this and that. I can't really say anything because I don't make money off of this. This is all from my time and fun. And I don't think I'll surely ever be able to make the amount of money that they say. And they say, if you do this, you'll be able to do that. And then they get this false sense of hope that they get like a few 10,000 subscribers that they're all set, they're set for life, they'll be able to do this and that. Then they, then they try to go into the real world with this ideology and then they get crushed instantly. Because they think if they're on YouTube, nothing bad can happen to them and they'll get a whole bunch of money. That's not how it works. First of all... Even if you have a lot of subscribers, that doesn't mean you may, that doesn't mean you're racking in tens of thousands of dollars. It all depends on how your videos do, and this they don't and kids don't realize that because all these bigger YouTubers are just saying, "Oh, we did it just by creating videos, and that's all you'll ever have to do, and that's all um that's all we ever had to do." And then they that they don't ever show like the true grind that people have to go through, and it this has corrupt so many realities that. When they try, when they try to go into that, um, it can fail horribly. Like there's a kid named Morgs, and he's lucky he got the way he did. I know he's a horrible person, and his content is absolute garbage, just complete and total shit. But he's lucky the way he did. He dropped out of high school at 15 to be to do YouTube full time, and that could have backfired fucking horribly at him.
and that could have sent him into a downward spiral of also depression, um, uh, bankruptcy, and stuff like that. He could have ended up living on the street just from that one decision to leave high school just because he thought this wonderful YouTube lifestyle is the thing that he needed and the thing that's going to keep him steady in life when it's really not. And that's why, that's the whole thing, is that it, it just corrupts so many little kids' minds and they think that if they have the most amount of money that, that people will like them. And then they think that um, social media can get them that. And then they constantly like engulf themselves with it and they forget that other things exist, like trying to get a job, like actually going to school and stuff like that. They think if they just focus more or less on that, then they'll become more successful than going to school and getting like a good job. I more or less don't really care for uh, all public schooling because I think it's stupid. And that's a topic for another day that I'll actually probably really get into and how it's such a flawed system. But plus three and also little word vomits. I have having a lot of word vomits in this whole entire thing because I'm getting so emotional, like not emotional. I'm getting so um, uh, into this. And, uh, if there are any kids watching this that still feel like that all you need is a YouTube channel and a few and, like, a million subscribers and you'll be set for life, that's not true. You need to work hard, and you need to work hard for everything everybody does. Everybody on YouTube makes it look so easy and makes it look so time, time, no, not time consuming. That's the thing that it really is. It makes it seem like it's such an easy task and anybody can do it. When that's really not true. Not everybody has what it takes to do the things they want in life. Like, I can't go be a brain surgeon because I don't have the mental capacity to do that at the moment. And I could still do other things. I just, um, if I had that wrong mental mindset, like um, social media can put on kids, I could end up thinking that, oh, the only thing I'll ever be is like a brain surgeon or um, an optometrist or whatever. Oh, what's an optometrist? I don't even know what that is. Or like a gastroenterologist, stuff like that. I can, you could end up being something, you could end up going for a career that will probably never happen to you or will never be able to or you never be able to fully grasp, and that's the whole idea of how, uh, that's the whole thing that YouTube does to people, or does to kids, and it's, it just takes these impressionable little kids, and basically turns them into, I'm gonna have to say it, whore, money-seeking whores, basically, I know they're children, and you're not supposed to think of children as whores, but, and you know what I mean, and then it turns them into these and it turns these impressionable kids into basically drones that um, only think YouTube that think YouTube is the only like career path they have because they grew up on it, and that's the that's what a lot of social media has a grip on them. They think if they get on there, they can make it big and they can instantly do that. And that's basically what it used to be a long time ago. Before that, people thought, "Oh, I'm an actor. Let's go make it big in Hollywood," or "Oh, what's another one?" or "Oh." Or I'm a millionaire. I think I can make you to be president. Stuff like that. It's a corrupted reality that people don't necessarily see right away. And they don't think about it. And, um, ah, where was I? I lost my train of thought. And that's really not good. Yeah, and they think that just because they think that just because they see other people do it that they can do it too and that's the real that's the cor corrupted vision that most of these little kids get and then they, when they try to do it and they get their dreams crushed they think that there's nothing else for them to do and they just become lazy they stay at home they don't leave they just they don't, the only thing they focus on are trying to get that uh, hashtag youtuber dream life when they're never when in reality, that hashtag, the hashtag YouTuber dream life is probably not going to be a reality for them 
because not everybody gets that lucky. You have to get lucky to be able to get big. Or you have to work the algorithm, which is another also hard thing to do. And that's another reason why. And then you have to worry about. Well, that's another reason why it's also hard to become a YouTuber because you have to watch um, the algorithms. You have to watch how your uh, editing paces. You have to watch out for copyright. You have to make sure that you're trying. You're not giving the wrong impression to kids. And that's another thing that these hashtag YouTubers do. Like big YouTubers, like the. Um, uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Uh, uh, the bigger YouTubers like Logan Paul, Jake Paul, um, KSI. No, not KSI. Maybe, maybe. And then these other, these are the whole bunch of other YouTubers that flaunt out their Lambos and flaunt out their luxurious houses and the, the whole clot house and what's, uh, rice gum. That's a big one. He think he makes every kid that watch him think that oh, what he does will instantly make you rich. And that that reality just destroys um, the physical reality and like the physical idealization of um, community and the community and stuff like that, and the real society and how society truly works. It clogs that and makes them only focus on oh, I need to get on YouTube so I can get this hashtag YouTuber life when this hashtag YouTuber life isn't real. They're living in a fantasy, and they got that way because they worked the algorithm too right. They worked the algorithm to basically play for them and make sure they get that far. They didn't do that overnight. It took them forever, most likely. And some of them, and maybe not, because they somehow got lucky. And these kids need to realize that they're not going to be able to. Like, they have to have to have more, like, um, realistic things. And I know I'm sounding like an old, like, 40-year-old man. And, like, oh, like, it's, be it's like, never going to happen. You should give up on your dreams. Like, don't. If you have a sizable falling and you know, like, what you're doing and you like, enjoy what you're doing, good. But don't make that your full focus until you, until you know that you can do it. Like, there are a whole bunch of YouTubers. Like, like um, let's go for the Game Grounds as, as an example. Only a few a few years ago was when uh, Danny Dan Avedon, um, one of the co-hosts of Gamers, was when he left his day job, because he realized that he can finally do this full time, and these kids don't realize what goes on behind the scenes. They think that if they make YouTube videos, that's all they need to do, and they'll get rich. They'll get millions upon millions of dollars, and that's not true. And that's what this social media is doing to kids. It corrupts their mental state and makes them think that this is the only way to do it. And then they don't, they don't ever get jobs. And then they fail in society. I know I sound like an awful person for, for phrasing it like this. But everyone should know what I mean. Like most adults know what I mean. You all had that uh, dream job. And then they all had that dream job that you thought you could do when you were a kid. But you can't. And that's the same thing that happens with, um, uh, you, with kids in YouTube. They see this and they think, oh, this is the dream job. And they only focus on ever doing that. Then they lose focus on school, they lose focus on work, they lose, lose focus on life. And then they think that this is the only thing that they could ever do. And it just corrupts, it comes in, destroys, corrupts, and breaks down the kids' minds into thinking, YouTube, make videos, make money, be rich, be happy, have a lot of money, have cars, have girls, have all this. And that's just not true. That doesn't happen. Some of the bigger YouTubers I know, like, there's one that I think that has, like, three, four million subscribers. It's something else, YT. He's an animator. 
Um, he doesn't live this lavish lifestyle. He only he lives in an apartment, not a very good one, might I might I add you. And he he is furniture breaks down sometimes he doesn't make videos and he doesn't get paid he doesn't pay bills and they um and then the kids also don't realize that you still have to pay for all this like sometimes um youtube could break and you can never know what can happen it's so unpredictable and there could be like a purge and the purge could wipe out your entire channel it can make you unrelevant and then the kids don't realize they have to stay relevant you have to make sure that people see you, and that's what leads to bad decisions, and bad decisions lead to bad life choices, and bad life choices can lead to very bad consequences. And I feel like these these younger children should see that more, and that's another thing that's when they grow up, they finally realize, but some of them don't realize, and that's what's leading to kids not getting jobs, and kids trying to focus more or less on other aspects of life, and then instead of focusing on Instead of trying to focus on getting money, they try to focus on how to. And if that's confusing, I'll I'll try to make a shorter uh, version of this. Like, I might go on my Twitter and record a video. Um, which, follow me on my Twitter, by the way. Uh, but yeah, it's a, the corruption the media brings is just destruction on kids' minds. And basically, that's how it's been for years and years. Earlier on, um, the bigger YouTubers weren't that, like, flaunting of their money. But now that more bigger bigger YouTubers are flaunting their money and showing off that, hey, I got all this, and I'll, you'll, and some of them basically thought, I'd say, you'll never be like this, so tr try all you want. And then these kids feel like, oh, I can do that, so I'll try and I'll try and I'll try. And even when they fail, they don't realize that they're failing, so they'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm doing okay, so I'll try and I'll try and I'll try. Until so they fail so hard that they fill themselves into a hole and they can't get back out. And at that point, they finally realize that reality isn't what these hashtag YouTubers are showing. Reality is tough, it's cold, and it's almost never on your side. You have to work for it to be on your side. You have to work hard, you have to work strongly. And that's basically about it. And if you don't work, if you don't try to work strongly towards it, and you think that everything's just going to get handed to you, then you're losing your mind. And that's what some of these YouTubers get. Like, some of these kid YouTubers that are making a lot of money, they only get it because they're basically getting it from their parents. They get their money from their parents, and they start doing this. They start flaunting their money, and people will be like, oh, this person has money, so I must like them. And then they, um... Everybody surrounds them, they become a trend, and then these kids see this trend, and they think they have to follow it. And then they try to get money, 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 and they try to get designer, designer, designer. It never works in their favor. Never. And I don't, and the kids don't see this, and it annoys the hell out of me. I'm only 15, and I've seen my friends just think that, oh, if they only have, they have the designer clothing that these hashtag YouTubers have, or have or these hashtag influencers have, that they'll be set for life. That's not how it works. But anyways, uh, this, this one has been, yeah, uh, I think I got way too into this episode. Anyways, moral of the entire episode, watch out on social media. And if you do make it social and if you do make it, watch out for watch out what you say because you never know what could ruin your life. Anyways, I think that's all I have time for today. So, uh um I'm going to stop recording now because it's really late at night and I'm tired and I want to cut to the outro so I can go to sleep. All right, see you in the outro. 
Anyways, thank you guys for listening to the Lustcast. I have been your host, Elijah, and I graciously thank you for staying and sticking around to the entire episode. And I'd like to remind you to go follow me on my Twitter, at the, real, at the underscore real underscore lust. Give me a follow and say hi and DM me, whatever the hell you want. I'll most likely see you there. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for watching. I have been your host, Elijah. This is on the Lustcast, and I'll see y'all later. Peace out.